This is, uh, this is probably the first one that I've done that I can't believe I'm doing. Like, it, just because, so, okay, I'll start it, and then I'll just get rolling. All so, right, all, right. all right, hanging out, kind of an impromptu thing, Jeff Emig at Moto, what is it, Moto Ventures, right? Moto Ventures, yeah, we're right across from uh, Cahia Motocross yep. over there on the hill, and... Uh, uh, You're a trainer. Friend of mine, uh, Andre, has uh, a learn to ride area here. Um, so whether it's first ride or coaching from kids all the way up to uh, people that ride adventure yeah. bikes, uh, Andre and, and his team yeah. do a great job. They've got a range, a little tracks, a bunch of trails. And so out here with my girlfriend, Jessica, she got herself a Honda CRF 125F. It's and rad. First day, yeah, she's yeah. stoked. She came out here, and Kylie Nordby gave her um, sort of learn to ride sessions, uh, you know, three, four months ago, yeah. whatever it was. It was summertime, and uh, and then it was like after that, she couldn't wait to come back, and then one thing led to yeah. another. Now months have gone by, so she's like, "Look, now I'm gonna go get bike. myself a bike, and I can go ride if I want. So you can come with me or not." So yeah, so she's having a good. That's time. it's pretty cool, and it is it is a cool little place like right over here. I mean, it's all flat in some areas, so you can learn like different things or whatever. But so I was telling you right before we officially started this thing is I've done a lot of these, right? And this is definitely one of those ones that it's like you are part of the reason that I love moto, oh. right? Like it, because right. I grew up in that era. I grew nice. up in the era. There's stories I'll get to about why, but I grew up in the era of you guys, you battling with McGrath. Was it know. the dunes, the dirt bikes, or the hot tub? Which was it? Or just a combination Why not of all, all of three? Why can't it be all, all of it? You're like, if I, yeah, if dude, I, yeah, if I, I don't fucking dirt care. Bikes, I can have yeah, do dude, this. I didn't. I, but what it was is I like, I like the fact that I was at the age where I couldn't really afford to ride. You know, and so like you would live that through other people and it was usually pro riders and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. My brother, by far, my brother by far is going to be very upset that he did not get to attend this one because his whole life you've been his favorite rider. Oh, well that's So shout that's out fantastic. Robbie. Hey yeah. Robbie. Yeah. Sorry I miss you buddy. Can't wait to see you. <laughs> I'll be at sometime. his house in a little bit. All right. Um, but Oh, and it's also Christmas Eve too. So thank you for doing this. I know it's kind of impromptu. You and I have been talking about it for a little while now, um, but I'm happy to sit down with you and, and just chat about little things here and there, you know, like mm -hmm. some, some moto stuff, um, some life stuff and, you know, just kind of everything in between, but what's, what's been new, what's been going on with you lately? Well, uh, I mean, I guess new is, um, I, ju I just have a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately the broadcasting with world supercross is no longer one of those irons. Uh, yeah. uh, so I'm looking for my next broadcasting contract, hopefully yeah. here soon I'm available. Um, but still my projects with ODI, we've got the Emic yeah. 2.0 and the Emic pro. Uh, got them on my bike. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. same grips we just put on Jessica's yeah. bike. Um, my, uh, um, um, you know, MX Locker, MX yeah. Locker, Rhino Power, uh, shoot, what do we have? Elevate Coaching. Yep. I'm trying to think of like, Dude, uh, you're doing a ton of stuff. Camel Smoker Cross yeah. and Wee Big Moto. So getting ready to, uh, release some of that new gear that I've been wearing this year with Wee Big. And so just a, a lot of, a lot of bits and bobs here. Mm -hmm. Um, and I referenced the broadcasting because the broadcasting is what always, uh, set my schedule and like yeah. that was the foundation of what I did yeah. and then everything else works off of that. So without that, it's like, okay, now I 
find that I'm getting more back into riding mode, right? Okay. Obviously raced, yeah. you know, raced last summer and did, you yeah, know, you did uh, Loretta's and, and all of that sort of stuff. And that was great because I went back to Texas and did the qualifiers mm -hmm. back there. Uh, BJ Burns from MX University um, helps me and we partner up on all these races. And, you know, he's an amazing coach and all that stuff. But uh, when I do the races, he comes and, and works on the bikes and, and really coaches me also through, yeah. through the events or through like the national yeah. uh, back in back in Tennessee. Uh. She stole it. If you're listening, yeah, if you're listening <laughs> on this, yeah, we, well, let's see, we, she got it. Yeah. There. Oh, that's okay. Oh, the, you need to push no, her? No. I'm not cutting no, this either. No, I don't no. cut anything. I hey, do one take. The skill to do comes from the doing. Dude, it is. It is. Yeah, it is 100%. Slow. Put it in first, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So on, get it. once again, I think that the riding always is what grounds me. Yeah. And uh, I find grounds that, everybody. Yeah, you know? but I mean, it's what I do for business in mm -hmm. all these other avenues. And I feel like the further away from the riding I get is the further away from like tending to my business. So mm -hmm. it's like if I'm involved oh, okay. in it, yeah. I'm just you know. Yeah. And and you know, I haven't ridden for a few months now, mm -hmm. and so. It's like, um, I find that I get a little bit disconnected. Mm -hmm. But like last summer when I was riding, I was just fully engaged in all of it. So, yeah. I don't, let me help. Go get her, go get her, go get her. Hey, it's all right. Uh. Okay, let the clutch out. We're just going I am, it's not. Give it some gas, give it some gas. Oh yeah, hey, she was in like third. Yeah. Yeah, she was just in too high yeah. of a gear. Yeah. All right, well. Dude, once you get going, it is hard <laughs> to learn the clutch. That's it's not easy. Yeah. So, all right. So going back so, to and I am a coach with USMCA and yeah. MotorcycleCoaching.org. Yeah. And I love coaching first ride. I love coaching big beginner stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna give all you gentlemen out there a little bit of advice. Doesn't matter whether it's motocross or golf or surfing <laughs> or snowboarding. Do not coach your girlfriend or your wife, probably not your daughter either. Yeah. Hire a professional. Now your yeah. son, he can take You can it. push a little bit. My son doesn't yeah, like yeah. me coaching him on moto stuff yeah, either. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why a qualified certified coach off of motorcyclecoaching.org yeah. has all those skills and all the patience. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if I tick her off, you know, we're going to go trouble. to dinner tonight and it's yeah. like what's the attitude yeah. about? And it's like five, six hours ago. Oh, nothing, everything's nothing, fine. Everything's good. And then yeah. you get it to dinner and it's like, I can't believe you were, you were doing that when we were yeah. just trying to, you know. Oh, do an interview yeah. or whatever? Yeah, it's, <laughs> eh, no. that's fine. Hire a coach is the best money ever. Yeah, it's, it. I noticed that. So I coached my daughter in softball and I noticed I, I would, when I would sit and somebody else would coach my daughter, you got way more out of her. Oh, you know, and the like, other yeah. the other girls are great with you. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. your own daughter. All the other girls like, are perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the other girls are. perfect. And that's why you know, especially we come out to a place like this at Moto Ventures, you know, it's absolutely fantastic because like they have coaches that have you know thousands of hours yeah. of coaching and and especially when Kylie Nordby coached Jessica earlier this year. Yeah. Kylie's so good, and they had this you know woman to woman Connection. interaction. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Especially when you have somebody that's like some another female doing it that's yeah. a big big difference oh, yeah. the uh okay so let's talk about the announcing thing i miss you in the booth i actually really enjoyed you announcing races i thought it was a good pair with you and ralph i mean yeah. you guys are still friends 
I'm assuming. Yeah, like, we yeah we chat like yeah. literally. We're on a group text with Pete Richards <laughs> from Fox Sports. Ralph and I we're we're literally especially right now. Yeah. You know, you know because we have NFL going yeah. on today, fantasy football yeah. leagues we're in. Yeah, and we're just You're what's Chiefs great. Fan, right? Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, and what's great is um, what what Pete Richards and Ralph Shaheen mm-hmm. they're just totally uh, just the biggest fans of motorsports. Yeah. And so we connect on all these different ways and it's like something will happen and we're just like, hey, you know, you know, send in that Instagram mm-hmm. through, oh, did you see about this? And so we just keep this conversation and even though they both live in Charlotte mm-hmm. and they don't live at about 30 minutes from each other, but they hardly see each other. Oh yeah. You know, we stay you connected that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's always the word. Oh yeah, we got to get together. And then you go, we said that six months ago. I know. It is hard, though. I mean, you have different things that come up. You have you have kids, especially having kids. That That's a lot. Um, what what kind of, like, in your thoughts and your opinions, like, what was the biggest reasons of you not being in the, the Supercross booth? Oh, I don't know. It's just just business. They yeah. make their... They make their uh, make their choices and what they think fits, and and there's there's all kinds of other business decisions that factor in uh, behind the scenes, yeah. and so I don't I don't really really want to get too involved deep into in, those it, in all of that. Yeah. You know, we all have sportscasters that we like listening to, like yeah. in the NFL. Romo's my guy. You like Romo? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm a Cowboys fan, so <laughs> I liked him for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But what it was interesting that what. Um, um, I got compliments from one of mm-hmm. our executive producers at Fox Sports, mm-hmm. uh, named Frank Wilson. Mm-hmm. And during the time that I did Supercross and some motocross and all that, he says, "What what you do really good is you tell me what to look for." Yeah. And and there's been times where it's like, "Dude, did you have a crystal ball? Like, how did you know that mm-hmm. would happen?" And sometimes you think something's going to happen at Doe, and other times, okay, you can see starting to work this inside mm-hmm. line. It's not the, he's, yeah. he's not ready to pull the trigger, but yeah. if he's on him, I next, know I would notice that around, he's going to go. Yeah. And that's what I like about Romo is he's telling me what to look for. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he sees how it's lined up, and just oh, before yeah. the ball snaps, he goes, about. "Oh, it's going to be a slant to the yeah. tight end." I know what you're talking. And you're about. looking at it, you're like, "We've all watched thousands of hours of NFL. Yeah. We're we're not we're not quarterbacks. We but you have but you have you, people. You know what I mean, yeah. But some people don't like that. That's they what want I was going to say. Surprise. That's what I was going to say. You have I people that like hate it. Romo. Yeah, I, I actually don't mind it because I want to say is like, how did you know that? And then it gives you something to look at. Is like, oh, when they line up in this formation, you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of it's going to be A, B, or C. Yeah. But he's like, you know, okay, look for the yeah. slant first off. Now, if that gets blown, okay, now it's you know you're going to your, you know, second, third, fourth mm-hmm. look. But when you're when you're announcing, do you are you only looking at the monitors or do you can no. you look at both? Well, so uh, I'll just use, uh, for instance, when I did Monster Energy Supercross, uh, Chris Bond is still the producer. Yeah. And so Bondo, Papa Bear, he's the only person really that we talk to. Okay. Okay. So in your headset, Ralph like would, yeah, in the, to, yeah, in the headset. So Ralph would always be to my left. So we have program monitor here, mm-hmm. two timing and scorings. Okay. We have AMA yeah. and then our other one. Okay. Um, and then right next to timing and scoring is what's the ISO monitor, isolated. And then the telestrator would mm-hmm. be over here. So I would I would do the replays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens is um, we're we're calling what's on screen. Okay. But but then there'll be times where Bondo would roll. A replay of the start. Yeah. Well, I know what's going to happen because while Ralph's talking, I'm over here. He's oh, okay. like, "Hey, look, check out the replay of the start yeah. on your ISO." 
Okay, are you good? You got yeah. it? Okay, yeah. And then Ralph's like, hey, let's uh, take a look at that replay. Yeah. Well, if you notice, way here on the outside, we didn't notice it at real time, but now focus on okay. this. So we freeze, circle, highlight, draw an arrow. Okay, now run it. I could see so, that. And but motor people, sports is way different than doing football. But what they do, how they go every 24 yeah. seconds, there, boom, 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 boom. It's great. So it's great. all those people that are talking-ish of like, oh, you're any, not even just you, anybody, any announcers, everybody always has an opinion. Everybody doesn't know that. Like how no, much different so things, things that you're listening to. Like how, but if, imagine that. You and I are talking right now. Imagine I have an earbud in with a guy, a producer telling me, hey, don't forget to ask yeah. this. Don't forget. And yeah. then it gets confusing. Was that easy for you when you first got into the announcement? booth like well, the transition or yes. how was that yeah so let me finish up one thing so i like when the broadcast booth when you can see the stadium mm -hmm. um pretty much in all the races in the u.s you can uh some of the world supercross yeah. ones we did and it was a little bit weird yeah but so i'll be standing up looking to see what's happening okay to kind of get a sense of what's going on while while ralph was like okay he's yeah. talking about what's on program mm -hmm. Uh, Jenny or Aaron is doing, a, is doing <laughs> yeah. you know, a pit report or whatever. Yeah. So you kind of get a sense of what's going on. And we've all gotten caught mm -hmm. look like recognizing something happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, on like out Oh, there. Dungy's down. Yeah. And you're watching the screen and you're at home going, what? You're what? like, where'd he go? Yeah. I didn't see yeah, him yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, so then Papa Bear gives you a little like, hey. Don't do that. Call it's yeah. on the screen. So after, you know, years, you get, okay. <laughs> hey, 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 Dungey's yeah, down. You know Dungey's down, Dungey's yeah. down. So so you use your talk back. Mm -hmm. Hey, Dungey's down at the in the corner after the whoops. And the, okay, you know, tape's yeah. got it. So then they'll roll a replay. Okay. And that's all the chemistry that has to happen. And keep in mind, Ralph did Supercross for uh for 15 mm -hmm. years. I did Supercross mm -hmm. with him for 12. Yeah, that's a long and time. And so it's not just the booth chemistry, but it's the producer, the executive producers, the audio guy, the mm -hmm. the video, you know, V1, the tape room, yeah. um, Doreen and all of her whole crew and what they do, they know, like, so we all are working in yeah. sync. And that's a tough a tough thing to get right. I can know? only imagine. I've never even gotten to that level. And I, I mean, even this is hard for me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but when they're talking in your ear, one of my first races that I did, um, God, it was probably my third or fourth race. Were you nervous? Yeah, yeah. 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 First live race, all these sort of things. But, um, when what people don't understand and especially about your top guys mm -hmm. that that it's like Ralph Shaheen, Jason Wygant, well, they're play-by-play, -play, so they're hosting. They, mm -hmm. When shit hits the fan, and literally you've got a 15-page format, mm -hmm. okay, something will happen, yeah. and it's like, okay, scrap the format, everybody shut up, listen to Bondo. Okay. And when those first, I'm like, and Ralph's like, dude, Ralph's like over there. It's like, not a big deal. And so Ralph's like, hey, Bondo, just, just tell me where we're doing. What are we doing? We come back for commercial. We're doing A, B, yeah. C. And Ralph writes it down. And we come back. And I'm like, what are we doing? And Ralph's just like, dude, it's I got cool. it. Yeah. It's all good. And, the, yeah. and that's where he calms me mm -hmm. or, or Jason. He did you yeah. know, dozen, dozens of shows with Jason. Yeah. It's like, hey, we got it. Yeah. So in the TV truck, and a bomb just went off. A tape didn't roll. Something happened. Something happened in the networks. I remember the feed. You, know, you don't even, but nobody knows. You guys, you well, guys know, but like the world isn't. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So the the director and the assistant director, uh, the producer and the talent, we have to. Work. Oh, hey, welcome back. You know, you don't <laughs> like know nothing that happened. happened. Yeah. Literally, like, yeah, 
So, do you have like uh, one of those like oh shit moments when you were doing the broadcast that that you remember? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like too many to list. <laughs> Carmichael's gonna love this one. Okay. So we're coming into uh, maybe it's 2018. What maybe my last year. Yeah. So I had done the press conference for Feld. I'd done all this stuff. Yeah, I remember stuff. that. Yeah. So, so the head of television for Feld, this guy Ken Hudgens, he got in this place where he said, "Okay, Anaheim won." A1, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's round one of Monster Energy Supercross, blah, blah, blah. We weren't allowed to say A1 or Anaheim 1. And okay. he says, if you, if the, the entire team from Ralph, Ricky, Ginny, Juliana, they feel like there's somebody else, and myself, yeah. maybe. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if, if you guys are clean, next week I'm buying dinner. Really? Right? Yeah. So Michael oh. Prince, who was head of television, like in that zone, so we have all these meetings. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are gonna blow it. You guys, Ricky, you're so done. You're so done. You guys, one of you guys is gonna say A1, yeah. right? So we started the show. Ralph is out in the outfield okay. by himself. Just Ricky and I in the booth. Mm-hmm. So Ralph throws to me. I say my comment. I throw to Ricky. Ricky then throws to uh, Jenny Taft. Yeah. After that, we go to commercial break. So it's in the pre-show. So blah, 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 blah. And I'm on this side, by the way. So I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Here tonight at A1. And I, and I look over at Ricky. And you just <laughs> see my face. And you see my face. You don't His eyes go it. wide open. No, I go. Oh, you let no, it down. No, you can see it on TV where I go. I might have to go YouTube that. Oh, right now. my. Hey, the whole night. You're just at like. I blew it. Yeah. The whole time you're just like. And Ricky's like. Damn it. You said it won. That's pretty funny, actually. And And it's like those little things where it's like, but I don't actually, you know, what'd be funny is if maybe if he didn't even tell you that or like harped on it. You probably would have never even said it. You probably would have never said it. I would have said, here tonight in Anaheim. Yeah, there was something something that was like, if somebody tells you not to do something, if it's the last thing you hear, you want to say it. But for two days, I was being a smartass about it, telling everybody how they're going to blow it. And then I got. lesson, didn't you? Yeah, you got no, you got no steak for me. No, I was talking. It's like you're gonna way. buy your own steak. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to go, you're buying your own stuff. Um, all right. So one of the 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 where I, the biggest thing that I wanted to talk to you about, and I don't know if you're gonna remember this or not, but the reason you're my brother's absolute top favorite rider is he just for some reason was gravitating towards you. This is in the shift days. By mm-hmm. the far best kits you had. The best kids. Yeah, we had some good By far. Good the shift stuff, like the camo stuff, the white stuff. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Like, I love that. Um, but there was a time that we met you somewhere. We were little kids. We met you somewhere. You were super nice. How, how old are you? I'm 37. Okay. And so. Yeah, 15 years. Yeah. So it was. So we met you somewhere at a race. I can't remember exactly what it was. And you said, hey, I ride Star West on these days. I can't remember what it was, but you're like, come out. Tuesday. Come out. Yeah, Tuesday, it was probably a Tuesday, Tuesday night, night or yeah. something like that. We lived in Palm Desert and Yucca Valley. So, like, we would go back and forth oh, between wow. my mom and dad's. And uh, and my mom, we finally convinced my mom to take us. We're like, please. We were begging. We're like, there's a there's Jeff Emig. He invited us so to how, go watch him ride. So, how old were you guys? 10, 15? Between there. I don't remember exactly. But we were, like, in around that age. And, no, so about, uh, be, I would say 12, 13. Ooh. Somewhere around there. So, young. So we go out there and we're watching ride and remind you is is we were poor we didn't have dirt bikes like we we just but it was cool to go watch ride because we love motor. Oh, okay. So we go out there we're watching you ride super nice you were super gracious to us the whole time. My brother is going to be like, dude, this isn't how the story goes. I remember it's you know specifically, but this is what I remember. You were done riding, 
you, my brother and I come up to you, we are scared shitless to go up and talk to you just because it was, it, it, it's a big deal, especially mm -hmm. when you're that young yeah, and yeah. you know, they're your legend, you know, it's like, it's Jeff Emig, so it's crazy. So you get down, we're talking to you, super nice and everything. You take off your jersey, you take off the pants, you change and you hand them to my brother and oh, you really? gave him a full kit. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the, the problem is, I don't know if he still has it. I'm going to have to actually ask him if he still has it. But it was the it was a, the green and yellow stuff. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. The 98. So, yeah. So, it was around then. I think it was around Summercross, too. Did you race Summercross? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, it was around like that time. It was huh. around that same year. Wow. So, we went to... Then the other thing is, uh, uh, we went to um, another race or something like that. And we saw you and you remembered him. And it was like, it was one of those things where it was just like, it was, hmm. we will never forget that as long as we ever live. But it's like those little things that I think some riders do and some riders don't do in today's world, because I think it's a little bit harder now to find genuine, you know, fans and stuff like that. Like some people, a lot of people are reposting yeah. stuff, selling stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that is one of the coolest things ever. Well, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate that story. Yeah. And look, I've certainly had my moments, uh, there's been times where I've been the biggest pompous asshole in the world. There's yeah. a couple of things that come to mind that I hope never surface, but they're yeah. there. And, and, but, you know, other than maybe a few instances where, you know, drank too much or something. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up as a motocross kid. I stuttered really bad. I still yeah. stutter to this day. I caught myself stuttering the last couple of days ago for whatever reason, I just couldn't get the mm -hmm. words out. Right. So, when I was a, a, a little moto kid in the Midwest, um, my dad was friends with a lot of the top, uh, mm -hmm. you know, factory mechanics and stuff like that. And so I was around certain pro riders and all this when I was little. Yeah. But I stuttered so bad, I was so shy, I couldn't get a word out. And of course, all I wanted to do was go talk to that person because yeah. that's like, oh my God, this guy's yeah. a pro racer and that's, you know, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know, I didn't, you know, you didn't think that that's what you were going to do at that time. Yeah. But, um, and so I think there's probably a part of me that tries to, like, if I see a kid, like, at an autograph session or something maybe like your yeah. brother, is that you see, like, you know. And if you're not too busy and wrapped up and self-absorbing yourself or, hey, I got to go, I'm, you know, yeah. I got to get out of here. If you're not and you recognize that kid, it's like, I was that kid. So yeah. what would I have wanted the yeah, that person on do. this side to do for me. Yeah. And I think that I, I try to be conscious of that. Mm -hmm. And I know there's been times where, where at like an autograph session, people are coming through and it's like, you just, it gets repetitive. you know, yeah, yeah, it gets repetitive. You just, you know, just going through it. Everything's yeah. busy. Hey, I got five things to sign or whatever. And then you see the one kid that you realize is just super shy. That's the kid you go talk to mom. Hey, what's your son's name? Okay. Little yeah. Jimmy. Hey, little Jimmy, why don't you come back around here? Oh yeah. And you take a picture with me. Yeah. Hold on, I got something. Let me let me find kinda a hat. Breaks or you out Hold on, too. now I got a hat. Something yeah. here here for you. Yeah. Right. Oh, and so then you kind of like, because he's too shy to do that. So yeah. if 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 your awareness is there and you have the time and all these sort of mm -hmm. things, you go okay. That's where the little me, the li little Comes Jeffy, would have mm -hmm. wanted that. Would have made all the difference. In the yeah, world. Who so was your favorite rider when you were a kid? I mean, really, growing up, Brock Lever was mine. Kay. He was my, yeah, it was just, especially, and then when he had like the white and yellow JT, yeah. and then he wore the pink, and it was like all controversial, and, yeah. but his, his, something about his writing style and all mm -hmm. this, and, um, um, you know, that's the coolest thing about where I'm at now. I'm 53, just had a birthday. Happy birthday. And Thank you. And I tell people all the time, like, 
like, you know, all these guys that I looked at in magazines mm -hmm. and I just would have pictures on my door and just like, oh my God, it was like Johnny O and, yeah. and, and you know, all the guys, right? We had this VHS tape, I recorded a Supercross from Anaheim on like, you had the rabbit ears, yeah. like all this, the, you know, TV going. It was super grainy and fuzzy, but I recorded it onto a VHS tape and it was Anaheim the year that Johnny O won. Okay. So it would have been, he won the championship 84. Yeah. So I think it was 84. And I, you can't even see it. I always tell him, I go, Johnny, I was watching you when it snowed at Anaheim. He's like, what are you talking about? It's like, it didn't snow. <laughs> yeah. It snowed on my TV. Yeah. All the, the grays or whatever that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what I tell everybody is like, the coolest thing about where I'm at now yeah. is like, let's see, Johnny, Johnny O'Mara right there. You can Boom. call him. Yeah. He's my friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. That Without is like, cool. you know, yeah. fanboying too much. It's like, do we have RJ's number in here? Yeah. Ricky he's Johnson. Cool. Ricky Johnson. I you know I, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's a cool guy. Like you name it. Yeah. Jeff Ward, David Bailey, yeah. Rick Johnson. Like, they're all friends of mine. Yeah. I could see a pattern and, with RJ and you because you guys both did TV stuff. Yeah. And I did an interview thing with him with Canvas. And so we did something together where he had the replica jersey made. And I and I could see similarities. And I'm like, oh, there are some trainings. You know, like yeah. you guys went had to go through that stuff. Yeah. But that, like, but to me, cool. that's like, uh, you, you know, if you had told the 10, 12-year-old me. Yeah. And I was racing pretty heavily by then. Yeah. But if you had, had told me that... Yeah these guys that were my heroes that I looked up to, I would just look at magazines, right? Cause you didn't have, yeah. you know, you had wild world of sports when the USGP was on. Yeah, Other than that, yeah. you never saw a video of the race. Yeah. Okay. That one supercross I watched with Johnny O, I watched it a thousand times. I can tell you every wheel tap, mm -hmm. everything that he did the entire race. And so instead you would just have these magazines and I remember I would go ride. And I'm like, okay, Brock was doing this, or he was like oh, this, the or whatever. Yeah. So then when you go ride, you're trying to take what you yeah. saw in this picture, and okay, it should feel, it should, do I look like that? You know, and especially when you're 10 years old, you know, you look like a total, total yeah. beginner. Yeah. And then that's just how that stuff started, like how my style, Brock Glover was always super smooth, and that was like, I wanted to be smooth. Okay. Where, Bob Hanna, Rick Johnson, yeah. you know, some of these guys, I mean, they were out of control at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Wild. Not that Rick didn't have his smooth years, but, oh, yeah. you know. Um, all right, so the other thing I wanted to know and that I would kill myself if I, oh, no, I'm going to edit that out because I can't put that on YouTube. <laughs> um, but one thing I would never forgive myself on if I uh, didn't ask you about, Fresno Smooth. Mm -hmm. How was that? How did, how did that whole thing come about? And like, what is like, what do you remember from like doing that in the Emigos thing? And like, that was like one of the coolest things ever is like, is seeing like Moto kind of get bigger a little bit yeah. on the bigger stage. What was that for you? This is the third time this week that I've talked to oh, have you really? about Fresno Smooth. Oh so my gosh. At the it time, just keeps living on. It took, it took forever to get it made and finally the final edits and everything yeah. done. Um, Adam Barker wrote the film, uh, Troy Adamitis. Um, Basically, he was the videographer. They yeah. both worked together, Gut, Gut Brothers. And they convinced uh, the, the boys at Fox Racing, Fox Brothers, that we're gonna take this thing. It was kind of made for BMX. Mm -hmm. They did an adaptation okay. to Moto and said, okay, here's, here's the characters, here's, here's the storylines, and here's where they intersect. And it, it worked for us. And because Shift was 
was not part of Fox. Yeah. People didn't know Shift was part of Fox at the time. It was like, okay, yeah, let's get involved with this. It took two years to finish it. I mean, oh, it was really? like, they wanted to do retakes. And it's like, dude, I don't have that bike anymore. Yeah, it's like, I don't even ride. I'm not on that. Yeah, but, that's kind of funny. But what's crazy is that at the time, you know, motocross action, mm -hmm. you know, high torque publications mm -hmm. and, and some of the hardcore moto people, they thought, oh, these guys are ruining the sport, right? Because we're deviating from like pure racing. Yeah. But also what, what was starting to happen from really the first crusty demons of dirt and free riding and what then was the, the, the branch that started to grow off for, you know, for actual F, mm -hmm. you know, FMX freestyle mm -hmm. motocross we're now, you know, competitions and yeah. all this sort of stuff, but it captured that moment, but it, it was acting. Yeah. It was like, right. yes, I was me in the movie, but it's, it is a parody. Yeah. You, know? you weren't, you weren't doing anything that you would normally like be doing. It no, was like, Hey, you need to no, do this. We you need to. Yeah. But what, what, what people don't realize is that the character in the movie, Loke Dog and Word, mm -hmm. Word, yeah. Adam and Troy wrote them into the script. Oh, they really? were filming the scene at the Mexican restaurant yeah. with Seth and Rusty yeah. and Ron Jeremy yeah. and all that, that was at this little Mexican restaurant right next to uh, Kawasaki Riverside. Uh -huh. And somewhere along the line, like Loke Dog was literally on the corner with a pager dealing drugs. No. And they wrote him into the film. Are you kidding so me? So Loke Dog wasn't a character. They, so that was the brilliance of it is, oh my and of course gosh. you can't have the movie without Loke Dog. No, that he made, he it definitely. Doesn't, it doesn't happen. Dude, right? that is one of the best little nuggets of that movie I've never known. Oh, and there's so many, you've got like the boardroom scene with Tony Little, Tony Hawk, yeah. Tony Alva. And Tony, that, yeah, so when you look at the boardroom scene with Tony Little, Tony Hawk, and Tony Alva, yeah. you've got Tony Hawk yeah. going, is this one of those extreme things? You know, because he was like Mr. X Games. That yeah. was like, he was, boom, things were blowing yeah. up. And then you got Tony Alva, who's going. He was kind of anti, wasn't he? Well, he's that? like, what about rollerblading? Our studies <laughs> show that's what kids really that's want. That's right. Yeah. Well, Tony Alva is the most old school, hardcore skater. Anybody shows up to where he's skating with rollerblades, it's going to beat the shit out yeah. of him. You got to get out of here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So allowing us to do all of those things and all of the cameo appearance, like like Rob Machado's scene, when he's mm -hmm. out at the free ride, yeah. the free ride, and he's doing the interviews and his headset's all over, and he's like, I'm here with Buddy. Uh, uh, buddy yeah, looks at Antunes. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and That's he's right. like, we're here for the, uh, and Buddy's like, free ride contest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. free ride contest, that. Yeah, uh, that was so Rob Machado, dude. He's a surf legend. Yeah. So that was what was rad about so many of those things and and just all the different storylines. Yeah. Uh, you know, people talk about it all the time. I don't go to a race without somebody shouting out, Fresno Smooth. But when it was released in 1998, there's a large part of the industry that hated it. Hated it. Yeah. So they, where did Fro Fro Daddy come from? Uh, uh, Denny Stevenson. He was doodling oh, this thing. All right. Now I'm remembering Jeff the story. Rowe. He did yeah. all this little thing. He's on the phone, right? Trying to line up some girls like he always was. And then the the artwork ended up on the fridge. Mm -hmm. And I moved, and it made it to the new fridge. But you're in your young 20s, and that's when you and all your buddies, everyone starts to get nicknames. Yeah. Whether you earned it by doing something stupid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, something cool. And the thing yeah. is, you don't choose your nickname. Your nickname chooses you. Yeah. Right? I mean, just, I don't know. They started calling me Jeff Rowe and then Fro Daddy and Fro this and Fro that. And now I go to the races, and literally a majority of, of anyone that People, I see, yeah. everyone just calls me Fro. And that's yeah, I would see you. Like, I would see you. I'd be like, what's up, Fro? Like, I don't know. It just kind of came naturally, I guess. I don't know. Um, so all right. So uh, 
we got to get you back to training here, buddy. Yeah, I got to do some riding. Yeah, you got to do some riding. Um, anything next? Like anything exciting that's like quick here? I mean, you you're just sold your bike. Yeah, when are you going to start re riding re again? Rebuilt that three. Well, I was going to start riding. Yeah. Uh, working on a new deal right now. Okay. So I figured I'd let go of the freshly built. Yeah. Three hundred. Sweet. Yeah, a guy back east uh, got it, and um, that bike is absolutely amazing. Twisted development. Yeah, they Enzo, did a good everybody job. Everybody did. Yeah, they yeah. they crushed it. So. I, I would like to ride more this year. Okay. Uh, I'd like to race, uh, you know, to race uh, Loretta's again. Okay. Uh, I'll get to run the number one plates in both classes. Dude, it's pretty rad. And, uh, you know, it, Brownie is just, Mike Brown is just so fast. Uh, I mean, I was like three seconds off on a dry track. Three oh, seconds yeah. a lap, I couldn't catch him. Oh, my God. As luck would have it, his engine blows yeah. in the mud. I end up winning the race. Hey, winners, winners title, win, yeah. man. Winners win. Doesn't I, matter how I you win. got Veteran Rider of the Year Award from Dude, the AMA. Oh, that's a good title. I'm actually going to have to <laughs> steal that from you. Is, yeah. uh, uh, but it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to look back and be like, oh, Emig won the Loretta's title this year. Oh, but. No, yeah. they're just going to remember it was a title. Who cares? Yeah, but you know? like I said, I, I enjoy riding. It's, it's really hard for me. To just go, like, if I had just loaded up and, and rode today, mm -hmm. it's much easier when, okay, I've got to focus. I'm working towards something. Okay. Because like then I feel like I stay more focused. Okay. And so to go riding in September when Loretta's isn't until another year away yeah, or something, it. you know. I get that. So yeah. it, and, and this is really the life lessons with a lot of things is unless you do the short-term and long-term goal setting, how do you know where you're going? Are you on the right path? Right? Yeah, you got to have to get all philosophical yeah. here on Christmas Eve. But, I know. But, you know, so if you set some short term goals, you're working towards those, it keeps you focused. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's pretty rad. I like that. Yeah. All right. Um, everything else seems to be going good. I, I'll be uh, I'll be ripping out there with you whenever you get that bike back and you start riding again, especially at Paris. Soon. That's where I would always see you at. Yeah. You'd always oh, yeah. make fun of me. Anytime I post something, you'd be like, oh, it blew up because it's me. Yeah. Like, you'd like give me crap in my DMs that, and stuff. That, that, that was a great edit that you did. I that was, it was that. fun. It was cool. It's like, I like doing that kind of stuff. And like, and it just, I don't know, you just see different people and, and you're riding well. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like you were just kind of out there just cruising around. I, I look at know? video and I feel like I don't move very much on the bike. Don't Dude, move enough. Imagine I how feel I like feel. I'm, pretty... <laughs> I'm editing. I'm editing all day long, and like of all these pro riders and all these fast dudes, and then I get like footage of myself, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm terrible." You're like, "Was wait, hold on, I'm on the I'm not yeah. even moving." <laughs> like yeah. it's like it's ridiculous, oh, yeah. you know. But I could, I could, I can understand. It's only gonna get worse from here on out. You're 35, 37, I'm 37. Yeah. I'm 53. So. Yeah, but you're still ripping. Doesn't yeah. matter. But it, there, there's a synergy to it all. I find that I mountain bike more. Yeah. I train more. I do more yoga. Like I'm just whenever I'm focused on riding, it mm -hmm. seems like it settles my entire schedule and my entire That's week. Rad. And so right now I'm without a bike again. So obviously I need to get a bike and I need to get back riding. And certainly would have been, been you got, good to ride out there too. Yeah, hit up Luke. You're like Luke. I need a bike. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ride this trail bike right now with my with my lady. Jessica. It's your old Yamaha days. He's riding a little yeah. trail Yamaha. Yeah. Um, but thank you for doing this with yeah, me, man. Yeah, my pleasure. I my really pleasure. appreciate I'm glad it. We got this in. Yeah, no, is it it a long time coming. So, uh, but yeah, everything is gonna be uh, uh, pretty entertaining, I think, in the next year. Defend that title. Yeah. Have fun, and I'll, I'll see you at the track. All right. Thanks everybody for watching 23 Media. See ya. Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, Merry Christmas. There you go.